Welcome to Let's Talk Socials, the social media podcast that helps you to spice up your socials. I'm your host, Hannah, a social media manager and coach, and I bring you the latest social media trends, as well as tips and tricks on how to leverage social media for your business every Wednesday. Now, let's talk socials. Welcome to another episode of Let's Talk Socials. When I started out as a social media manager back in... 2019, something like that, I was researching every single day where to find new tools or websites that I could use to make my life a little bit easier or to do a better job. In addition to that, I was basically in every single social media manager Facebook group that there exists to get all the latest information, ask my questions and all that. And that's great. But I want to make it a little bit easier for you so you don't have to do all that. So in this episode, I'll talk to you about some of the tools that I use that make my life as a social media manager easier to help me be more organized and have tasks that I enjoy doing. Whether you are a social media manager who's just starting out yourself or maybe you are any other person who manages a social media account for a business, I think you will find this episode helpful. And no, the tools are not Canva. We all know Canva by now. I don't need to introduce you to the best tool in the world anymore, I hope. And if in case you don't know what Canva is, Google it after this episode. It will change the game for you, for sure. <laughs> by the way, also in the written version of this, I will definitely still include some screenshots. So if you're more of a visual learner, go and have a look at the blog post to maybe understand better what I mean and get a little bit of an insight on what the tools look like. In case you didn't notice, for every single podcast episode, there is also a written version available as a blog post on my website. So if you are driving at the moment or going for a walk and you just don't have time to take any notes or look something up, no worries at all. There is a blog post available for you to review later on or maybe in a few weeks when you want to come back to the episode. So there's that and definitely have a look at that as well. Okay, let's dive right into it now. The first tool that I want to recommend that I use every single day and not just for my business, but also for private things is Airtable. Now, um, how can I describe Airtable to someone that doesn't see what it looks like? Maybe... Imagine it as an Excel file, but on steroids. <laughs> so you would maybe see a list and you have just a lot of different options to kind of customize that list to your needs. Now there's also calendar views. You can set up forms in there. There's so many possibilities of things that you can do with this tool. What I use it for is basically as a project management software, I think. I have one document where I plan out my content and I'm looking at it right now. There is basically one list, all of my content in list form. So I would have post one is this, post two is this, post three is that. But then what I find really useful about Airtable is that you can switch that content into a calendar view. So I can also see it on Monday I'm posting this, on Wednesday I'm posting that, etc. You can color code all of these things. You can sort them by platform if you want. You can sort them by type of post, by content pillar, 
by dates, you know, the possibilities are endless. It just needs a little bit of time to set up these things for you. Another thing that I use it for is to keep a record of all of my clients. So whenever I start onboarding a new client, I would ask for all of their details. I put that in my Airtable file and that's in there. I don't need a fancy customer relationship management tool or something like that. I do all of that in Airtable as well. Another thing I do is I save all of my captions in there. So whenever I write a post, I copy the caption, I put it in there, just some kind of a content bank for me to store some of my captions in there, you know, for the worst case that my Instagram would be deleted or hacked or something like that. I could start out a new one and I would still have all of my content, bit of an irrational fear of mine. So that's why I do that. Plus it's really useful for the time when maybe in the future I would outsource my social media to someone or hire a virtual assistant or so, so they can access all of the content that I have written in the past to kind of get a feel of, you know, the language that I use, the words that I use, the words that I certainly don't want to use and all these kind of things. So that's another thing that I do in there. I also have one tab that tracks all of the leads that I receive, so I don't forget to follow up with people, which I find really helpful as well. And yeah, I also have a single file for every one of my clients that they can access, which is also a thing that I really like about Airtable. You can share your files, people can work on the same file. And unlike an Excel file, you don't have to send it back and forth the whole time. People can just access it online and that's it. So to sum it up, what you can do with Airtable is basically everything. <laughs> you can make lists, you have calendar views, you can make up forms, share documents with others. Uh, for example, what I use it for with clients is to plan their content, then they can review it and just, you know, click a little checkbox, say it's approved, and then I know I can schedule all of that. I find that really useful. The possibilities are endless. Yes, it might take you a little while to get used to the whole system to get some ideas on how to set up these things i would love to help with that if you need some kind of inspiration on how to structure all that let me know otherwise they have lots of free templates as well that you can use to get inspired not just for business but any other thing as well i saw the other day they had a template for when you're looking for flats to kind of track all the ones that you visited there was one for dogs the, for, to kind of store all their health information and to get reminders when they had to go to the vet the next time all these kind of things so the possibilities are really endless it's not just for business but also for your private life if you want to now what is the cost of all that i personally use the free version so far the only downside of that is that you don't have some of the premium features but then again for me so far the basic features have been good enough. I just kind of got used to work with the basic features. If you want to have more advanced features, then I think the cheapest version starts around $10 per month per team member, I think. So if it's just you working on it, it's going to be $10. But if you start inviting clients into your files, then it's gone. the price is going to increase, which is one thing that I don't like so much about it. But it's that. If you want to use the free version, that's perfectly fine. I never felt the need to upgrade to be honest. A second tool that I use is called Flick. And Flick is a 
tool that I use for my hashtags. What you can do in this tool is you can research hashtags and then you can save them into different collections or basically folders. What the tool will then do is that it will suggest you similar hashtags to that one that you can then add to the folder as well. So it's kind of like an explore page, but for hashtags. Plus you can also always see a um, competition score and a potential reach score. So you get a good idea of whether it's actually worth using the hashtag. You also see the daily average post count, uh, the average likes, the average comments and all these kind of things. If you have listened to episode seven about hashtags, then you know that if you want to do some good hashtag research, you should have a look at these metrics. And if you do that in the Instagram app itself, it can be very tedious because you have to kind of calculate it on a regular basis and it's just a lot of work. So why I don't do that in the app anymore is because I'm using Flick for it. And for me that really pays off because I have to look up a lot of hashtags <laughs> in my job. Another thing that I really like about it is that it flags any banned hashtags that you have saved in your collections. So whenever I go through them, maybe once a month or so, I have a bit of a look if I'm using good hashtags still. And if I see that a hashtag is flagged as banned, then I can just delete it out of collection and don't run the risk that my post is not being shown because I used a banned hashtag. I think the best thing about the tool is that it has a randomizer function where you can basically choose 30 or even 10 hashtags out of a collection that are just randomly chosen. So you actually rotate your hashtags a little and you don't always use the same ones. Or I use that when I'm kind of feeling uninspired to write my own hashtags so I would just choose some hashtags out of a collection and that's that. So what I do for clients normally is whenever I onboard them, I do a little bit of hashtag research for them. I set up an own collection and they have their own hashtag folder. So whenever I post client content, I would just go into there and they would maybe have like a hundred hashtags saved in there that relate to their content, to their profile, to their niche. And then I can just select 30 random ones. Of course, before I put them on Instagram, I would still check if they match the content, if they match the current climate a little bit as well. So it's just about giving yourself less work to select hashtags. The cost of that, unfortunately, or well, not unfortunately, it's not a free tool. It's, I think, 10 pounds per month, which I think is about 19 New Zealand dollars at the moment. So for me, that is totally worth it because, you know, I have to do a lot of client content. I do a lot of content for myself. So for me, it really pays off because I know that otherwise I would spend hours and hours on doing hashtag research in the app, which I already don't really enjoy. So what I like to do in my business, I like to spend money on tools that save me time or that help me to do tasks that otherwise I would maybe, you know... <laughs> It helps me to, to do tasks that I would normally just do later or just be like, okay, yeah, I'm gonna do it next week maybe or oh, I don't have time to do it anymore today. I will do it next week. You know, these kind of tasks that you really don't enjoy that you otherwise just <laughs> keep on pushing to the next day. It helps me to do these tasks because I know I need to do them. And that is why I think it's worth it to invest the 10 pounds per month for me for that tool. But again, it's your decision. I just want to give you some ideas of tools that you can use and it's never an obligation to use them, okay? Tool number three is Facebook Creator Studio. I have tried multiple other scheduling tools, but I have 
always had issues with them, starting from them not posting the posts at the right time or not posting them at all, which I found really annoying, especially if you have clients that are in a different time zone and the post is supposed to go online during your night time and it doesn't and you wake up and you have the notification saying your post didn't go online. I find that extremely annoying so that's why I didn't use any other tools anymore apart from Facebook Creator Studio. I have never had any issues with Facebook Creator Studio plus it's Facebook's native tool so I don't see any reason why you wouldn't use it unless of course you want to schedule for other platforms than Facebook and Instagram. If you want to schedule for Pinterest and Twitter you might need to look into other scheduling platforms but if you just want to schedule for Instagram and Facebook then Facebook Creator Studio is the best option. It's free, so we love that. And why not? You don't have to add in any accounts, connect them. I've also had issues with other platforms where suddenly my profile was not connected anymore. Whenever I changed my password, I had to reconnect it. You know, all these kind of issues that you don't have with the native tool because, well, your page is already loaded in there. So just have a look. It's a really easy tool to use. You can also plan your content a bit. You can see it in a calendar view as well to give you an idea when you post what. And I just find it really useful. I don't see any reason why you would complicate your life with other tools unless, of course, you want to have some kind of premium features or some fancy things that Facebook Creator Studio doesn't have. But I think for my needs as a social media manager and probably also the needs for any average business owner who manages their social media, Facebook Creator Studio is more than enough. The last tool that I want to introduce you to, it's not really a tool, it's more just a website. It's called Not Just Analytics. A while ago when I started using it, it was actually called Ninjalytics, but now they changed their name to not just analytics. I don't know why, but that's <laughs> another story. I think I mentioned this one already in either episode one or two, but it's basically a tool that helps you to analyze an Instagram account for you. So you can see the engagement rate, the followers, and it also shows you if an account uses the follow unfollow strategy. Plus you can see the follower growth in a graph and a lot of other things as well. You can also see the number of likes and comments that a post has received, which if someone or if you have put off the like count on your Instagram, you won't be able to see. So that's also quite good if you want to check out your competitors or if you want to do this for your clients. So I find that really useful. I use this tool to determine my and my client's engagement rate mostly just for reporting purposes. So on Mondays, I would always track all the data, put it into my Airtable <laughs> as a matter of fact, and then I would look up the engagement rate. Of course, you can also calculate the engagement rate of the previous week manually, but I find it to be a task that I don't really enjoy doing. Uh, plus it takes me a bit longer compared to when I just put it into not just analytics and it gives me the engagement rate within two seconds. So that's what I use it for. And yeah, it's just a great tool to also look up competitors and see if they are using legit techniques or if they are using some shady strategies to buy followers, which you will see if you watch their follower growth. If it's, you know, kind of steady and then suddenly there's a big increase in followers, well, you can be pretty sure that they bought followers. Anyways, the cost, again, I use a free version. It's just a website where you 
type in their Instagram handle. But I think there is a premium version available. It has more features. I think you can maybe even download a report or so. But for the purpose that I use it for, the free version is perfectly fine. That all being said, those are the tools that work really well for me personally. But there's no point in using a tool just because someone on the internet or on a podcast recommended it. If it doesn't work for you, don't use it, right? I just wanted to give you an idea of the tools that I use and why I find them useful. And maybe one of you listeners starts using one of these tools and finds it really helpful. So that is my goal for this episode to just make you discover new platforms, new tools that you can use, but don't feel obligated to use any of these. I will leave all the links in the show notes. I am an affiliate for our Airtable and Flick, but I can promise you that It's not just because I want to promote them, <laughs> it's because I have been using them for years now and I have only become an affiliate because I love the tools so much, not the other way around. So I'm simply recommending tools that I use every single day for you and I just wanted to let you know that I am an affiliate for these. So if you decide to use them, you can also support me in an indirect way here. Let me know if you have any questions about the tools, if you want me to guide you through a little bit. I would love to do that and otherwise I will hear you next week when it's again time to talk socials.